Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Here's what's trending on the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Weather here is looking good. Maybe a chance of, uh, you know, some clouds, but 88 expected today. But people out in the Pacific Northwest are going to be bracing for a heat wave. Another one? They're not one? built for that. Yeah. Oh, wow. All Temperatures right, well. 10 to 20 degrees above average are forecast for Washington State, Oregon, and parts of British Columbia. They said Seattle could see a replay from last summer when it was like a hundred plus degree heat for three days. I mean, this is places where it's like they don't have air conditioning. Yeah, I know. Um, So they're going to be sweating it out a little bit. Yes, it'll be interesting to see the images coming out of uh, of uh, the Pacific Northwest because, I mean, there's talk of it being like 107 degrees in parts of Oregon, which I'm just like, oh my God, how is that not the sun? How are we not talking about like... The solar sun. temperatures. I yes. know. I know. We're going to get back to that next week, too, by the way. Not nearly that, it's our that turn. bad, but yeah, sure. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's coming his way. Mega Millions jackpot is now over a billion dollars. Nobody won last night, so that means Friday's contest will be coming in at over a billion. And as people buy more tickets, that could even come to the point where it beats out the biggest lottery payout ever, which was back in 2016. Powerball reached $1.5 billion. I'm still shocked that your husband, Peter, did not buy a ticket. Like I he am, does. too. Wow. I'm going to be on him like nobody's business about this Friday. I'm like, come on. We got to at least pretend to try. You got to check your tickets, though, to see if you want a buck or two. Um, you know, because sometimes even, like, depending on how many numbers you get, you still might have walked away just coming out even because it's two bucks to buy a ticket so you know you know i think somebody i thought i saw something in the news that somebody locally won a mill oh good not not from that but i believe it was is either one or the other this weekend so yeah there was a million dollar winner from either the powerball or the mega so that's i mean that's always nice yeah like when you just get like i mean a million dollars nothing to scoff at that's for sure Uh, If you needed another reason to be scared of spiders, listen to this. Uh, Zombie spiders. Scientists have found a way to reanimate dead arachnids in a way to, like, grip things. Oh, my God, this stuff. I'm like, well, why would you? And engineers are like, well, why wouldn't we? They turned dead wolf spiders. Oh, I hate wolf spiders. Yeah. Yeah, those are the guys that are harmless but, like, look really tough Mm because they're kind of big and furry. They used dead wolf spiders as gripping machines. So the curled up, you know, like when a spider dies, it, like, curls up. Yeah. So this is, they take a little syringe, they inject it with some air, and bing, it pops back into action. But it's dead still, correct? Okay. They call them necrobots. Now, why? Why are they doing it? Just Because life isn't scary enough. That they needed to come up with something new in order to show us so we could all just be absolutely terrified of the next dead spider we see. Yeah, I can't see. So when they die, they lose their ability to like, you know, that's why they they depressurize almost. That's why they curl up. They dry up. 
So basically, they take a hydraulic needle and, and they use them. it. They puff them full and they open up and then they can carry like really, I mean, for them, heavy stuff. So they're able to like turn on light switches, move circuit board things around. I mean, you know, so they're showing all of this and it's just like, well, this is terrifying and nobody needed to play with this. They're like, <laughs> I agree. I can't stand <laughs> spiders every morning. Um, as of late, there's two spiders that are making a web, two webs. So I literally would walk through two of them. Oh. Um, but they're, they're making a web that's connecting to the vehicle from a tree. Oh, God. And so when the light is on, I can see them. And I've almost walked into them twice getting into the vehicle because it's dark. Well, this morning I walk out and in the moonlight, I could see a web, like just a string web. So now I look like a burglar because I had to turn on my phone light and I'm walking around everywhere trying not to walk into the webs. I hate webs so much. I don't well, know what primal. it is. It's primal. Yeah. It's, it's primal. I mean, something like that. The minute you walk into a web, it, it it is like all of your nerve endings go on fire. Yeah, I don't. It's scary. I don't know what it is. It's like, just a spider. Oh, and so I go home yesterday and I'm trying to find them in the daylight because they're in the tree somewhere. Okay. But then I'm like, should I kill them? I could kill them every morning if I wanted to, but I just leave them be. Um, I I think it's bad luck to kill spiders. Yeah. And maybe just, that's spider propaganda, but I really fair. buy into it. I mean, it just doesn't seem fair. You're just trying to get a meal. I know. They're like, listen, it's your car. Stop parking it in a good place for me to, you know, build my web. Absolutely. They do all that work. But we keep getting one. Um, a friend of mine keeps getting one uh, in front of their Nest camera, their doorbell camera. And that is just terrifying to look at the images of because it's right there. And the way it works, it builds this like Nest every or like web every night. And so when you look through the camera, you, you just see, see this it. like, yes, you can see, but it's, you know, amplified. And you're like, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> this, is, this is, if this didn't scare off burglars, you're just like, ah, well, uh, people are afraid mm. a lot of the time. I guess over half Americans feel like they're in imminent danger at least once a day. And they say a lot of people feel that way in their own homes. <laughs> How afraid of what? Someone breaking in? Yes. A lot of it is home invasions, um, especially people like that. People uh, try to avoid living on the ground or first floor apartments in apartment buildings. People who don't who live alone or like are in their homes alone. They don't like being home alone. So that's like the number one thing is the fear of home invasion. Most is, most of it is younger Americans. They say about 75% of people between the ages of 25 and 34 are just afraid of feel life. concerned about their safety on a daily basis. Oh, yeah, that would just suck. I know. And it's stuff like where it's like dark streets, sidewalks that trigger anxiety, going to a parking garage, riding alone in a ride share or a taxi. Um, <laughs> these are all things where I'm like, so basically just living. Yes. You wake up afraid and you go to sleep shivering. Jeez. I know. People, the spider story is not going to help these people. They're like, now I got spiders to add to the list. Well, today is National Sleepyhead Day. All right. So get some sleep, right? Get, wake up. I guess there's a, a Finnish tradition. What's that? That was like if you were the last person sleeping in a house, you'd get a bucket of water dumped on your head. Okay. So that's where that tradition came from. All right. I didn't know that. 
if you're the last one falling yeah, asleep. Yeah, last one in bed. Sleepyhead day. Get up, you sleepyhead. All right. 938-9400. Um, we'll be right back. So hang on. Stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel This is the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Charmin is going big, rolling out a giant supply of toilet paper to last you a long time. They are rolling out the new Forever Roll. It's a jumbo size multi-user roll, holds 1,700 sheets, weighs about two pounds. Okay. A normal single-user roll holds 850 sheets. So this is like doubling. So it's this. doubling. All right. Well, mm-hmm. Forever means forever, but... Uh, yeah, exactly. Forever's I mean, a little... <laughs> it's a little far-reaching, isn't it? Yes. Um, all right, so it's double. I'm interested. Problem is, is that you can't... Um, the, you know, do you ever guys ever get the bigger roll anyway? Yeah. It doesn't fit that well into the wall. It has well, its own dispenser. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay. So oh, these rolls are... Okay, it has yeah. its own dispenser. Okay, all right. Yeah, all right, it cool. needs its own dispenser. I mean, you wouldn't be able to put it in the normal the, the normal rack or whatever. I mean, I, they, I've seen some of those standalone ones... I just it's like who's spends well, that much time thinking about toilet paper? The one in the like the one in the restrooms, uh, like our restroom, for example, or, or most public restrooms, they have the big giant rolls. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was ingenious. I mean, think about it; you don't have to change it nearly as often. Um, <laughs> I thought it was genius. <laughs> it's also paper thin. Yeah, I know. Yes, that's the part that sucks. That stuff. I mean, it's so inefficient. It's not like, Charmin. Wouldn't it be better? Because I think you still use twice as much. Yeah, you got to double up. You got to double up. It's it's gross. It doesn't. So how much do they save every year on toilet paper? Just give <laughs> give you the good stuff. You know, why not put good paper toilet paper in there and then give you a limit? You know, <laughs> I know. Only gives you so many pieces. It's like on a. It's like a time lock. Yeah. It's got that wave thing, like you know, like with the the sheets that Here, come gonna, out for the taper the, the, the ah, paper towels. I'm gonna go get. What I would normally use in that restroom, in our restroom, because it's that super paper stuff. Um, and it is. It, it probably is about three times, four times what you would normally use. That is not efficient. You're right. Yeah. Toilet paper is all packaging, man. Yeah. I mean, talk about how packaging sells it. You walk. I mean, I don't know how brand loyal you guys are. Pretty brand loyal. You just walk up and if it looks soft, I mean, it looks like a bear who's comfy. Mm-hmm. He's like smiling at you and he's like, my bed is soft. You're like, works Bye. for me. Good. And then you get it home and it's papered. You're like, wait, I thought his butt was soft. <laughs> you fell for the marketing. You got to grab the baby. The one with the baby on it. <laughs> it's so angel soft. I just think it's so funny how much time we spend yeah. about like soft toilet paper. There's that you don't cut, want it scratchy. There's that cut scene in the movie Deadpool 2 where the two rednecks are talking about using uh, the the white wipes, the wet wipes yeah, on the, the butt. Wipes. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Two guys behind the truck when Cable shows up. He goes, let me tell you the big lie. The big lie on toilet paper. Like two rednecks are having this detailed discussion on cleaning themselves up. Wet wipes, man. And they cut that down for the movies. So if you guys rent uh, Deadpool or you know can pull up the, the rental, it's got the long form version of that scene. Okay, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's nice. good. Is it really? They should have okay. left it in. It's awesome. They're going on and on, these two rednecks about cleaning their butts. <laughs> Wet wipes. Like in the middle of hunting. No. Cracking some beers in the back of the pickup. Let me tell you the big lie on toilet paper. 
He goes. Was he pro wet wipe? Yeah. Oh, he's absolutely oh, yeah. pro wet wipe. Everybody, everybody says everybody it's all about the wet wipe. He cleans, yeah. refreshes, sanitizes. Yeah. He goes, and if you got if you got access to a blow dryer, you might try wet and blow. He has some term for using a blow dryer on your Stop butt. It. And that's when Cable comes from another time continuum, walks up and goes, "What year?" What the hell kind of thing is that to ask? And he zaps both of them. Oh, my Lord. Oh, their toilet paper days are over. So forever um, rolls. Mm-hmm. All right. Don't squeeze the shaman. Big Party, DeGan and Molly. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show. On Channel 94.1. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Deja vu. All right, celebrity news. What's up? So Ed Sheeran hit a career milestone. He's the first artist to get 100 million followers on Spotify, and all he got was a lousy T-shirt. He got a T-shirt? A T-shirt. said, ask me about my 100 million Spotify followers. Everyone's like, really? That's amazing. (laughs) Wow. All right. So he's, you know, sweet about it. He put it on and, you know, was walking around with it. But, yes, it's it's sort of one of those, like, well, this seems anticlimactic when all you get is a T-shirt that I could go to T-shirt hut and have, you know, made for myself. This is 100 million. Yes. Can you fathom so, that? Oh, so many people. Um, so it puts Ed Sheeran ahead of a number of other big stars. Like Ariana Grande has 81 million Billie Eilish, 66 million. Drake, 65. Justin Bieber, 63. So those are some heavy hitters that he is like head and shoulders above as far as people, you know, streaming. Tom Brady says that the hardest thing about parenting, being rich, so hard. So hard to be so wealthy with children. I'm like, shut up. (laughs) Unbelievable. So the biggest parenting struggle is, uh, you know, all the attention that you get. What? I know. So he was doing a podcast and he said his wealth is the hardest thing about raising kids. He's a father of three. He's worth about $250 million. He says it makes it hard to keep kids grounded. He's like, we have people that clean for us, people that make our food, drive us to the airport if we need, get off a plane. There's people waiting there. We get ushered in all this stuff. He's like, that's my kid's reality. So I get it now. Yeah, I mean, their lifestyle is is definitely um, different. And, and then I, it rubs off on the kids, and then the kids don't, you know, they don't know any different. Right. I mean, it it is kind of, I mean, when you hear it like that, you're like, I mean, come on. But, you know, for him, he's like, I didn't grow up with money. I grew up in a middle-class family. He's like, my dad worked his butt off for our family, and my mom stayed home. And and now I have this life that's like the kids are like, I mean, private jets and whatnot. But still, as a parent, that's like trying to explain to kids that they can't have everything because, you know, mom's got a job. Yeah, (laughs) it is one of those like, oh, I'm sorry, that's got to be tough having to reality check your kids taking jets all the time. I mean, look at Cardi B. That's all of those guys. 
Yeah, and you know, some of them, I mean, some of them embrace the fact that they want their kids to grow up not knowing the struggle. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I think that there's like different kinds of celebrity parenting. There's the celebrity parenting where it's like, oh no, soak it all in. Like I always wished that I had this gilded lifestyle and I want you to just have it all. And then there are the other parents that try to keep a distance and try to keep it um, real for their kids. You know, even though it's like this, you, this isn't your life. This is my life. I earned all of this stuff. And, and because of that, it's, you know, you're in that orbit, but this isn't what it's really like if you were to go out and just get your own, get your own job. Ashton Kutcher is coming back. Uh, there's a spinoff of that 70s show, and both Ashton Kutcher and his wife Mila Kunis are coming back. It's called That 90s Show. Are they going to be parents on that show? Or? Yes. Okay, cool. It'll follow the daughter of them um, and uh, as she visits their, their grandparents. So he described returning to the set more than 15 years after the original series as random and fun. Um, the release date for that 90s show hasn't been announced yet, but I mean, I think it'll be an absolute hit. The 70s show was so much fun. And if they keep that same goofy spirit, I think it could be a really good time. Uh, former president Barack Obama dropped his summer playlist. It's a fun thing that he does. Uh, Yeah, he does. What's on that list? I, I saw that he had dropped that. It's all sorts of stuff. I mean, it's Marin Morris, Bad Bunny, Harry Styles. I mean, Beyonce, like right out of the gate. Sure. But, I mean, he is really feeling today's country. That's the thing. Like, Casey Musgraves was on there. Uh, but then he also has classics like Prince, Aretha Franklin. But, I, I mean, he is all over the stuff. So, Beyonce's Break My Soul, which we play, mm-hmm. is one of his favorites. That's great. And Harry Styles' Music for a Sushi Restaurant was also something that made the list. And then he kind of opens it up. He's like, does anybody have anything that I should listen to? He's like, a lot of the way I've come to uh, some of these newer artists are people, you know, commenting and suggesting. Because he's been putting this summer playlist up for years. And it's just kind of like a funny thing he does. Because he does his reading list too, like his summer reading list. And sometimes you're like, oh yeah, I've read that or I should read that. Yeah, you forget he's a big music fan. So yeah, that's pretty cool that he does that. All right, 938 It's in the show. Make sure you follow us all on our, our uh, social media's uh, platforms, whether it's Facebook, Insta, TikTok. We all got it all. And uh, check out our app, too, all right, because you have a chance to win a VIP experience with the Lumi- Lumineers. All right, the Lumineers are going to be in town, and that's what you want to do. You want to go see these guys. So First National Bank of Omaha, FNBO, uh, they're going to give you the opportunity, as well as us. We teamed up with those guys. So stop out at the, at the bank. There's a QR code. You can get signed up that way. Or you can just, again, go to the app and, and win this thing. So uh, it's very important that you're a part of that. All right, stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. <laughs> Wake up with the Big Party Morning Show, Channel 941.